Welcome into A to Z Sports, powered by TennesseeTickets.com. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at A to Z Sports. You like our Facebook page at A to Z Sports Nashville. We are Nationals on demand sports.network. And we go live every weekday morning at 8 Central Time. Got to thank our sponsors because they make everything happen. Listen to this. TennesseeTickets.com. If you want Titans tickets, home or away, TennesseeTickets.com. Titans 2-0. Titans 20 for $20 off your ticket purchase. They are the only place that can guarantee your money back if no games happen. If the game is canceled, you get 100% of your money back. StubHub not doing that. I promise you. TennesseeTickets.com. Trust them with your hard on money, especially during this time. TennesseeTickets.com. Renters Warehouse. They're the professional landlords in the Nashville area. RentersWarehouse.com to find out how much your home can rent for. Mandu, the Pulse of Fitness. Got a Mandu workout in last night. Feel great. Endorphins flying. 15-minute uh, uh, full-body electronic muscle stimulation workout. They are also the safest fitness program during this time. Mandu.com. Your first private workout is absolutely free. Mandu.com. Tucker Agency, Nashville's independent insurance agency. TuckerTN.com is where to go. And you can save an average of 20% on your personal insurance. Can't beat that. And Calvin and Subtle, servicing your hardwood flooring needs. CalvinandSubtle.com, making sure they take CDC precautions during these times. CalvinandSubtle.com. Zach, opening up on Monday Night Football, Titans at Broncos. I, I don't. We talked a lot about primetime games yesterday, but Titans at Broncos was something that we did not discuss. Yeah, I did not see that coming. Now, here's my initial reaction on it. And this is, again, I, you look at how the NFL has treated, treated the Titans over the last years. I Look, I thought they treated them well this year. I mean, they, they still give Chicago however many primetime games because of ratings and the Bears blow. I I, I mean, I, it's pop political. I get it. But the Bucks fire them cannons. They're on primetime all the damn time. I love that. That's something you don't see because of TV 12. But to start the season, I do think that the NFL threw the Titans a bone. I think they've always respected the Broncos, John Elway, and that organization, what they've done for the NFL. As we talked about yesterday, you know, mile high, that's going to be a cool atmosphere on Monday night. Now, is it backhanded because it's 9-10 on the East Coast and everybody's going to be vast asleep yeah. by the time that the, the third – third quarter whistle blows like uh, I don't know but Titans hopefully everybody's so jacked up that football's here <laughs> well, and with the, the the stands are full so e I, yeah. I thought it was good Ethan Ramsey says go ahead and start planning your naps and Zach you know I'm an all pro napper and so I I know especially during Preds playoff times when they're playing these 930 puck drops in the playoffs you got to get your Preds power nap but you're gonna have to get your Titans power nap when it comes to that uh, first game, but I, I think everybody's gonna be so jacked up that it's not even gonna matter. And I want to toss this out to you because here's a here's a pan personal for you. You love Week One of the NFL. Oh yeah. How Every excited are you that you get to sit your ass down on your comfy recliner and plug your phone into that comfy recliner, turn your TV on Sunday ticket, and sit there for like. 11 consecutive hours and you don't have to work on opening NFL Sunday. Have you thought about that yet? Uh, yeah, I've thought about that slightly, but uh, look, I learned a, a long time in this life. You can't get too high and you can't get too low. I don't know what the future is going to hold. I hope that this, that is able to happen. And if it does, that will be one of the best weekends 
I've had in a very, very long time. Like, I, I do believe that everything comes back around. Things are going to start shifting in a good way. They, they right. have to. And that weekend will be spectacular. Look, Bucks, Saints, Brady Breeze, yes, yeah. please. Like, there are so many cool things of what – and the NFL – they always do this, and they, they do this because they have good product, right? They have teams that people are interested in. That's why the NFL rules the world today and 47 and a half years from now. They are just unbelievably thankful that they can do all of this stuff, right? Yes. The NFL rules supreme, and I liked what they did on opening weekend. I think the Titans and the fans should like what they did on opening weekend. All right, you mentioned you like what they did opening weekend. Let's get to this. Uh, Zach and I both have things we like and what we don't like. We want to hear what do you like most about the Titans 2020 schedule? What do you like most about the Titans 2020 schedule? But first, let me tell you guys about TennesseeTickets.com. I see Brian and Roderick already talking about going to games. Roderick talking about traveling to Denver. You know what you got to do? TennesseeTickets.com. Search Denver Broncos, Titans Broncos. Click that buy ticket now button. Promo code Titans20. Why should you use TennesseeTickets.com over StubHub, Ticketmaster, all those other sites? Because they are trustworthy. There's been a lot of crazy stuff happening in the ticket world because of the coronavirus, and Tennessee Tickets was the only company on the secondary market to totally refund money for CMA Fest. StubHub, nope, you just got a sweet coupon, right? No, you want your money back if these games don't happen. And Tennessee Tickets is the only place you can guarantee that to be true. Plus, it's a local business. For every Titans home game, you get free tailgate access with a with a buffet and a full bar. You can't beat that. TennesseeTickets.com. Great prices, amazing customer service. Titans 2-0, Titans 20 for $20 off any ticket purchase at TennesseeTickets.com. Check them out right there. Zach, what do you like most about this Titans schedule? I'll let you start. So, yeah, let's start with like because we got yeah. a lot of good comments rolling in. Uh, look, uh, we've got a couple of not likes. I do want to get to these because these comments are going to be flooding in. I want to get to Stacy and Jared. So Stacy says, the only thing I don't like is the Sunday night game could possibly be flexed later on. We're going to talk about those primetime games, but I thought Correct. that was a good comment. Yes. Also, Jared Hicks comes in here and says, hot take, five of the last seven are on the road. The Titans know, we, as we know, usually play for their playoff lives towards the end of the season. So that's something to watch. But if you look at this Titans schedule, and the bet, look, some, some guy, look, we're, we are here for the people. A lot of people are visual learners, all right? Yes. Visual. Let's take a look at this. Let's break it down. And do you do you love, at least I love, do you love number 11, my guy, A.J. Brown, flexing on you? Oh, yeah. Right A.J. There. Brown is always is going to be on so many, like, ticket promotions, all this stuff. So if you're not watching anything, if you're not watching, or if you are watching on Instagram Live, uh, we've also got the schedule live up on our quad feed there on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. So, Zach, what do you like most about this schedule that we've put up in front of you guys? All right, so I I, I pick out two things as I look at this schedule. I really like after the bye week you play the Bengals and the Bears because those are two winnable games going into a really tough stretch against the Colts, Ravens, and Colts. But I think the thing that I love the most, and it's at the end of the season, and look – Jared said it perfectly. At the end of the year, the Titans usually put playing for their playoff lives. I love I love Browns, Jags, Lions. That's the yeah. one. That, and I and I say this: if you're a Titans fan, 
I'm not talking about how awesome those games are going to be because they're probably not going to be good, but those three games are key to get into the playoffs or possibly win the division or vie for home field advantage. Hell, we don't know what they're going to be doing, but those three games I think are the best part about this Titan schedule. It is a very different take. I get it. But you look at Browns, Jags, Lions, that's winnable right before the last two games of the season. That could be huge before Packers and then Texans to get into the playoffs. That's sure. the best part about the schedule. No, I, I think that's a great, yeah, that's a great observation there. Peter says a nice hair day for the both of us on Instagram live. Appreciate that. We're like day two of haircut, right? That's when you start to have your haircut shape into form. So that's, that's a good observation there. Zach. I, I looked at, look, I think this is a, a, the opponents on this schedule are pretty tough. They play a lot of playoff teams, but they play a lot of teams that did not make the playoffs last year who are a lot, lot better this year. And I think the Indianapolis Colts are one of those teams, not a playoff team from a year ago, but definitely are the odds uh, to make the playoffs in 2020, especially with that seventh playoff spot. Uh, two other teams that were not playoff teams a year ago that are going to be a lot more improved. I love the fact where the Titans got the Broncos and where the Titans got the Steelers. Because if you remember, last offseason, before the Titans opened up in Cleveland against Baker and the new-look Browns, Tony Romo, Jim Nance, number one CBS team, on the call, all the hype about the Browns are going to make the playoffs, the Browns are going to win the AFC North, and they weren't ready yet. The Broncos, not as hyped up as the Browns were last year, but Drew Locke, inexperienced quarterback coming into year two. They got Jerry Judy, KJ Hamler, Albert O, Drew Locke's tight end from college. Then you go along with Cortland Sutton, uh, uh, Melvin Gordon to go into that backfield with Philip Lindsay. That good defense is going to still be good. But getting the Broncos in week one is the best spot to get the Denver Broncos because they don't have OTAs. There's no mini camps right now. How is Drew Locke going to get on the page with his new weapons that he's got in the run in the pass game? I love where they got the Broncos and I love where they got the Steelers because Big Ben is coming back from that shoulder or that elbow injury. And you saw the video where Big Ben was like throwing a, a month or so ago. He still has some recovering to do. So how well is Big Ben going to be playing in week four, because the Broncos and Steelers are shooting for playoff spots this year. Getting those teams early is a huge benefit for the Titans. That's what I love the most. Yeah, and those Broncos, you, you mentioned the Broncos. It's like they're carrying over from last year. They made their playoff run really on the road. I mean, that, that's how they got there. They went on the road to Houston to get in. Then they go on the road to New England. They win that. On the road to Baltimore. And then we all know where the season ended, on the road to Kansas City. That's a tough place to play. Yeah. Especially back-to-back -back years. That was a tough game. But then now they're going to go on the road in another highlight game. They were in the spotlight. This team was in the spotlight. And the one thing that we know from this offseason, Austin, is the Titans have gotten their core group back. Yes, mm -hmm. there are some different – faces in different places, right? You got Jarrell Casey gone. Delaney Walker is gone. There's some key pieces that are not. Jack Conklin won't be there. But overall, I think that's something John Robinson did a very good job of. The core of this team is still there, right? Yeah. That's Derrick Henry. That's Ryan Tannehill. That's Taylor Lewan. That's A.J. Brown, Corey Davis. And on the defensive side of the ball, that inside linebacking core, the leadership is starting to notch up. And you got to mm -hmm. love that. So 
I I do agree with you. They catch that. The Broncos Jags, they could start 2 and 0. Yeah. That's a huge boost to because the Vikings are going to be tough, and, and we're going to get to our win loss predictions. Roderick's been talking about how this schedule is set up for the Titans to get to twelve and four. I don't know about that, but I've got my well, win loss prediction ready, uh, and and I I think there are some really good spots where the Titans have. Okay, we've talked positive. Now, Zach, what do you dislike about this schedule? Ooh, so I, I've looked at the schedule. There's two things that I could say, but I, I truly believe the thing that I dislike. And you actually said one of the things that go into my dislike, but you like. Oh, really? It's the stretch of games after the first two. Broncos, yeah. Jags, winnable. But you got to worry about Vikings, playoff team. Steelers with Ben Roethlisberger, let's just face it. They could have been a playoff team last year. That's a playoff caliber franchise. Bills, playoff team and trending up because they're getting better. They've got a good coach, good defense, quarterbacks improving. And then you have the rival Texans right before the bye week. Mm -hmm. I, you would hate to start 2-0 and and then go 2-4. and I don't think that that's going to happen. But that four-game stretch, look, you got Colts, Raven, Colts staring you down the gun later on in the season. But as we all know, how you start is so important in the NFL. Like statistics show – you need to get off to – you can't get off to a terrible start or you won't make the playoffs pretty sure. much. You can get off to a good start. You will make the playoffs. A lot of teams, the majority of the teams, teeter. And that teeter, the cream rises really after about game six. Where are you game six? So first two, but that next four I think is the, the most concerning things because I think those are quality teams. Yeah, uh, Tress says Vikings bills make him worried, but everyone else is beatable in that stretch if the Titans uh, are the same. So that, that's because the bills, look, you can't lose three years in a row to the Buffalo Bills, right? You can't do that. And especially back-to-back -back Scoring games like 10 points. <laughs> at home against the bills. What? I think they have, in the last two losses to the bills, they've scored two touchdowns. I think that's the, that's the fact. So that's a good point. Uh, there from Tress for sure. What I dislike most about this schedule is finishing the season with five of seven on the road. Because what did Mike Vrabel talk about right after the Titans lost in the AFC title game with their fourth consecutive road game against the divisional champion? He said, we can't keep doing this to ourselves. We can't keep playing and putting ourselves in a situation to play on the road this many times in a row. Well, the NFL just did it to them. Five out of seven on the road down the stretch is tough, especially when that stretch starts with at Ravens, at Colts. Then you get the relief that you brought up with Browns, Jags, Lions, right? But still, tough games on the road and then ending at Packers, at Texans. Because – they, the Titans were in the position last year where they had really tough NFC team in the Saints and then at Texans to end the game, to end the season. And they lost that week 16 game, which is the at Packers game, and were forced in a situation where they had to win at Texans, but the Texans rested everybody. So what I dislike the most about this schedule is ending five of seven on the road, which puts such an importance on the first half of the schedule where they have all those home games on getting off on the right foot. Yeah, no, and I, I, I agree with that. We're going to go, look, Lewis is inner Yoda. 
I was going to say the same thing. I was going to say Lewis went Yoda on this. Home playoff game we need. That's a Titans fan speaking some truth <laughs> in the form on Star Wars. So you'll get a, you'll get a like on that. Uh, and, I, and I have the path to that home playoff that I'll get to later on in today's show uh, when we go through our win-loss predictions. Yeah, and th- look, uh, the obvious answer if you look at the schedule is, is Colts-Ravens-Colts will separate you. Right, because that Ravens game is not a divisional game, but that's a Key Ravens game. are going to be coming after. That's a right? playoff standings uh, tiebreaker type game. Right, absolutely, and so I, I do think that that's important. That's Murder's Row. A bad thing is, is you're going to get Philip Rivers late in the season. You get Ben Roethlisberger early. That's good. You get Philip Rivers after he gets, you know, his sea legs under him un, under a new team for the first time. That's not good. Yeah. I will say this. The one thing, like, because on paper, throw that schedule up there again, Zach. On paper, the Colts, Ravens, Colts look super brutal. But let's not forget, there is the Thursday night game with the Colts. So the Titans actually get the mini buy before traveling to Baltimore. So I, I think that's a positive you can throw into that situation. Colts, then 10 days off. Before Baltimore, which you get extra time to rest, and then you get extra time to prep for that crazy Ravens defense, which they beat in the playoffs, or the Ravens offense, excuse me, which they beat in the playoffs. So that's a positive about uh, that little mini stretch. And Zach, I know you love this. I know you love the trap game, but man, home versus the Bears before Thursday night, home versus the Colts does not. Does that not have a trap game feel to it? I think we can agree to that. Yeah, uh, it's a trap, and we it's talked a, trap. a lot. We, we've talked a lot about trap games over the year. We'll probably talk more about it too, uh, here on the show. But yeah, so so there you go. So Steph says Green Bay in late December. Yikes! I actually saw Kyle comment earlier on the show saying that's Derrick Henry season. <laughs> Derrick Henry in Green Bay in Lambeau in December, right after Christmas. That's Derrick Henry runs for 180 yards on 30 carries, and he's uh, ice. He's blistering cold up there and you can't tackle that guy so that's when you want people to try to tackle Derrick Henry is when it's freezing outside and he hurts even more yeah and, and you're right and look they play they don't have the early in Florida Jags game this year right the the the, the NFL that's didn't true. do it to them now they, they, they did they the got, traditional te- at Texans again at the end of the season right but you get now you go in December uh in early December at Jacksonville to get a little warm, a little warm weather down there to break it up a little bit. All right, A to Z Sports here on the show, uh, breaking down the Titans schedule. We've got a lot of things to talk about. We still have our season win-loss predictions and your season win-loss predictions uh, coming up, but we do want to get to this. What is the best primetime game the Titans have? What is the worst primetime game the Titans have? We talked a lot of primetime predictions yesterday, but what is the best and the worst primetime game the Titans have at first act tell the people about the sponsor of the best and worst segment the Tucker agency yeah Tucker agency look they jumped on board for you guys and look it's a tough time right now maybe you've lost some income maybe you've lost some money you got to be strategic on how you get it back maybe by redesigning your insurance you have to have insurance you're driving down the road you got insurance you got car insurance you own a house or rent a house you got insurance there. If you have life insurance, you need that too. Maybe restructure it. The Tucker Agency can help you out there. An average of 20% of savings every time you go to the Tucker Agency. And you look at look at what all you have. 
That's all I ask. And the easiest way to do that is TuckerTN.com. But email the owner of the company. I'm literally telling you, just email Will at TuckerTN.com. Will, W-I-L-L, at TuckerTN.com. Shoot him an email and say, look, I'd like to try to save some money on my insurance. I guarantee he will give you a call, his team will give you a call, and they will make that happen. $200, $300, $150. I don't know what the savings is going to be, but it's going to be more money in your pocket in the months of May, June, July. Tell them A to Z Sports Center, they'll treat you just uh, just the same. That doesn't really matter. They're going to treat you good. But they're going to get to your, your policy, and they are going to look at it, and they're going to save you some money, I promise you. Will at TuckerTN.com. You can email them or go online and give them a call right there, 615-330-5059, Tucker Agency. All right, A to Z Sports here on the show, breaking down the Titans' schedule. What is the best primetime game the Titans have? What is the worst primetime game the Titans have? Also, reminder here, listen up, TennesseeTickets.com. If you want to guarantee that you're either going to go to a football game or get all your money back, TennesseeTickets.com is the only place that can give you a full refund guarantee if any games get canceled this season. StubHub, they're not doing that. Ticketmaster, they're not doing that. So trust Tennessee Tickets, a local company. You get free tailgate access with food and bar before home games as well. You can't beat that. Great prices. Titans 2-0 for $20 off your ticket purchase at TennesseeTickets.com. Best. Steph Dobbs says the best primetime game is the home versus the Colts should be electric worst is at Denver because it's such a late um, spot Uh, Tyler says all are great Packers are going to be tough but have a track record of handling Green Bay they actually the Titans do have a pretty decent track record of handling the Green Bay Packers because really the, the last the most recent time the Titans played Aaron Rodgers and the Packers it was um, in the regular season, at least, it was that home game where Marcus Mariota threw for four touchdowns. DeMarco Murray had a big 75-yard run. Delaney Walker was an absolute beast. But guess what? All three of those guys are elsewhere. <laughs> and DeMarco Murray is a coach now. So uh, so a lot of turnover has happened since that 2016 season and that 2016 matchup. Matt says, playing the Colts this late in the season with Phillip Rivers is not the best. And Zach, you brought that up too. Yannick, not Yannick Ngakwe, but Yannick Martin says, best is Thursday night football. Uh, worst is Sunday night football because it can be flexed. Several people have brought up, b right included, the flexing the Titans out of that Sunday night game. What was your thought about that? Because Zach, you're on top of NFL scheduling process and and they put the Titans week 16 Sunday night football, which is one of the earlier spots that can be flexed out. How do you feel about that spot? Yeah. The hard part about that is, and this is not good for the Titans. Now I'll I'll tell you my best, but uh, the thing that's not good about that flexing is, they're out of conference, AFC versus NFC. So playoff implications do not matter as much. That's incentive for them to flex out into a divisional. Now, at least it's not week 17, the last week, right? Because then all bets are off, right? They've got a whole different scheduling for that to put that into the time slot. But it's not good. Now, here's the one thing they're betting on. There's two playoff teams, right? Yeah, two AFC and NFC championship game losers, essentially, right? AFC conference runners up, right? Conference runner up. So let's look at this because I I do think 
Look, we both called three. You called two out of these three games. I, I called Colts Thursday night, and I called Packers Sunday night football. I thought the Packers Sunday night game would be earlier because they would want to bank on the conference champion runner-ups and also bank on LaFleur versus Rabel earlier in the season later, rather than later. Yeah, so the best part, in my opinion, and I think a lot of people have brought it up, though, is the, the flex part about it. The best part, though, dude, it's – Green Bay. It's the frozen tundra. It's Titans in prime time. Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth sliding in to your TV screen. That by far is the best part of all of these primetime games. That gets you juiced. And if it does stay, I mean, you hope this is, a, again, uniform guy. I hope that the Titans wear their icy whites on prime time in Lambeau. That's something to just Oh, that'll really get you going. That's the best part about me because you don't see that that often. A couple of people brought up the putrid, putrid performance by Jake, the the frail locker. How, however many years ago when he went to Grand Bay and they got boat raced by like almost 50 points. Mm -hmm. I believe it was like 55 to 7. Awful game. But this is, this is big for both teams, right? <clears throat> right. Because yeah. both teams, this is why I think this is my best. Both teams, based on last year, which you can't base everything, but both teams will be vying for either divisional winner, right, or home playoff. That's what the Packers were doing last year. They backdoored like, their way into a bye. Well, yeah, and that's and the, the interesting is there's only one bye week. There's only one team that gets a bye <clears throat> or this upcoming season. So I'll say this because Lucas asked this question, which is a good spot because we're talking about if the Titans can get flexed out of Sunday Night Football. Lucas asked, who else plays that weekend? So I got it. I got the Week 16 uh, slate ready for you. So let's look at other matchups that could have better playoff implications than Titans-Packers. Here's one for you. Here's I have really four of them. Eagles-Cowboys. Now that's currently... Uh, the 325 slot. So that might stay there because they love putting the Cowboys there anyway. Another option for a potential Sunday night, Rams Seahawks. That could literally be uh, going for the NFC West. The Monday night game, which I, they don't flex Monday night games. No, that's, that's, so that's luckily for the Titans, the Bills and Patriots will stay on Monday night because that could be an AFC East title type game. And then the other one that is AFC game, currently noon slot, Philip Rivers at Ben Roethlisberger. That could be, I think there are two threats to the Titans being flexed out of Sunday night. I think it's Colts versus Steelers and Rams versus Seahawks. I think those are the two options on where the Titans could get the screw job. But Pat at Lambeau Field, I think it's I think it's likely to stay Sunday night because it's at Lambeau. If it was in Nissan Stadium, that bitch is getting flexed out. You know, like, I'm just saying that, like, it's not happening if it's at Nissan Stadium, but it's at Lambeau Field, so I feel like it's pretty safe. To so that point, and Tyler brings this up, I, I, I agree. He says, I think the Titans got some respect put on their names this year. Three isn't the best, but it's better than what they've been getting. Right? right. You said yesterday they deserved four. I think they deserved three. It's, it's, not, it's a what have you done for me lately league, right? But yeah. it's also consistency. You have got to give the NFL reason to put you, and reason over periods of time, right? Ratings. They need, they need stands full. They need money. They need dollars. They need matchup. They need all of the, and they also need the timing of when the game is played. They need all of those things to give 
I brought the Bears earlier. They love the Bears because Chicago, when they play in prime time, that they get money. Yeah. Advertisers come crawling. So, so what was your your answer on the best primetime game was the Packers, right? Yeah, Packers. And I want to say this: I hope to God that anybody from the Titans organization is watching right now. I just dropped you the best marketing ploy that you could ever have. Listen up, guys. I, I'm, I literally help you every day, so you should listen to the show. They do. Icy Whites and Lambo, take that and run with it. Okay. After Christmas, yeah. Yeah. Do icicle stuff, right? Okay. Right. Be creative. It's marketing. There you go. All right. So I think the word I agree. The best is Sunday night in Lambeau Field against Aaron Rodgers, LaFleur versus Vrabel. Sign me up all day long, right? After Christmas, give me that. The worst primetime game for the Titans is at Broncos for the second Monday night game. Because, it look, it's great. I think it's exposure, but it's late. It's super late. And you're in mile high. And so let's think about this for a second. Week one, jitters flying, adrenaline rushing, everything's high, right? And now you're in high altitude. So you've got a lot of emotion in the first game of the season in a place that you automatically lose your breath. And so it's trying to keep that in check. Plus, it's really late. And it's the last game of week one. I think that's the worst primetime game is at Denver because of all those factors I just mentioned. Now, I th I still think it's going to be cool. And it's the right time to get the Broncos because everything I just said, all those rookies, Jerry, Judy, KJ, Hamler, um, Albert O, uh, Drew Locke in his like, you know, fifth, fourth, fifth start. All those are the same thing for them, too. They have to deal with that as well. But they're more adapt and ready for that high altitude because they'll go through training camp. But And b says, this is a crazy stat, if it's true. The Broncos are 19-1 and one in their last 20 home openers. What? Nine, well, I saw this from John Glennon. Let me see if I can pull this up uh, on The Athletic, uh, where John Glennon and Joe Rexrode uh, went through and gave their schedule predictions. Uh, John Glennon had something like, the first two weeks, uh, the 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 Jags are um, are like forty eight six and and like two in the first two weeks of their of in the first two home games. It's pretty incredible of how good uh, the Broncos are at home early forty nine eight and two at home in the first two weeks of the season. Why, since why the, do you think that is? Since the merger, uh, early early home games. 48, 49, 8, and 2. It's the high altitude. It's They're prepared for it. I don't know. The Broncos have been a good football team and a good organization for a long time, too, so that has to go into it. All right, so before we move on, as you were talking, look, I I, I definitely was listening, but my brain was turning. <laughs> my, sure. my brain was spinning. And you know what? I, I got it more excited. The best part about the prime time, look, we've, we've talked about the best time right there, Packers, December 27th, right after Christmas. You know what they need to theme this thing as? What's that? Mr. Freeze. <laughs> Mr. Freeze. That's the theme. Icy Whites, you're going to go in and you're going to freeze out all of the people in Lambeau. That's what they should do. That's what I'm – That this is – people are getting pumped. You mean, yeah. Mr. You mean Mr. Freeze? Ah, yes! 
You mean Mr. Freeze? That's the Mr. Freeze we're talking about. <laughs> we're not talking Frozo. about. We're not talking about Mr. Freeze. We're talking about where's my super suit? That's what we're talking about here. Man, God, this is this is this is where it's at. All right, A to Z Sports here live on a Friday. Still have ain't that good news, but coming up later. But right now, let's do it. Schedule prediction time. It's May 8th. What a better day to predict a 2020 schedule. It's not going to happen or start until middle of September, but we're going to say screw it and do it anyway. What is your initial Titans win-loss prediction for the 2020 season? Get that in. Your initial prediction for the Titans. I'll read your comments after Zach tells you where you should get some new floors. Yes, that's Calvin and Subtle. It's very, very simple. Calvin and Subtle is there to help you if you need new hardwood floors. And this is how it works. You give them a call. It's very simple. 615-448-6414. Give them a call. Rachel will probably answer, and she'll schedule an appointment for you. So they're going to come in, and they're going to assess your situation. CDC precautions. You wear gloves and a mask. They're going to make sure you're safe. But they're going to give you some new hardwood floors. And how they're going to do that is if it's in your bedroom, your bathroom, your living room, your den, any part of your house, say, look, I want you to new hardwood floors. You go in there. They're going to show you samples. You can go into their showroom. You found it. You found your perfect new hardwood floor. So how it works? A week to two weeks. I'm talking like 14 days. They're going to order the material and they're going to install right there in your house. Your wife's going to love you. Your kids are going to love you. Everybody's going to love you. And they're going to do it effectively. The best part is they have a wide range of hardwood floors. You can go luxury or you can go cost cost effective. They will do it very easily, very effective, one to two weeks. If it's a custom job, maybe three to four, but that's calvinandsubtle.com, calvinandsubtle.com. All right, A to Z Sports, tons of comments rolling in. I'm going to get to your win-loss predictions here in a second, but don't forget tennesseetickets.com for your Titans tickets. Code TITANS20 for $20 off your ticket purchases. Trust is everything when it comes to buying tickets this season because of the coronavirus pandemic. And Tennessee Tickets is the only place that can guarantee you a full refund of your actual money if games get canceled. StubHub, not doing that. Ticketmaster, not doing that. Tennessee Tickets is. They will give you all of your money back, not a lousy coupon uh, if if games get canceled. So trust is the safest ticket purchase you'll make at TennesseeTickets.com. Code Titans twenty for your uh, for your uh, twenty dollars off. G Man says, uh, you got "Go it? ahead." Uh, G Man says uh, ten and six. That's the first one I've seen, but tons of comments uh, flying in. Roger eleven and five. Matt Marquis and Dylan eleven and five. Tyler ten and six. Trevor eleven and five. He says, oh, "Loss at Vikings at Colts." at Ravens, at Packers, at Texans. So Trevor's got the Titans 8-0 at home. And the Titans were 4-4 and at home last season. Uh, so, look, I, I have my path for how the Titans can get to the playoffs um, and, and how they can earn that home playoff game that I'll get to in a second. But Trevor has the Titans 8-0 at home. Yeah, I don't think we're going to go back into the vault of Adelsville Coliseum. I just don't see that happening. But – you know, to each their own. We do a have a lot of, since 1999. We do have 11, a lot of 11 and fives. I mean, that's probably the most I've seen. Look, we got Hunter, Stacy, Alex, Nathan, Daniel, Johnny Mac on YouTube, Jace, 
all 11 and 5. Lisa's going 11 and 5. Brandon says 10 or 6 or 11 and 5. Greg's going 11 and 5. Guy's going 11 and 5. Everybody's going 11 and 5. I've yet to see a, well, Chad, history says 9 and 7. Ah, Ramon, 9 and 7 again. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Um, so, Austin, where where are you going to go on this? I have a – do you want my record or do you want my process first? I'll, I'll leave that if up. If you can rapidly make me – take you, me through your process and get to your record, I am on board. All right. So, the path for the Titans to make the playoffs and to get a home playoff game, it's not about the NFC North, right? That's kind of a wash. It's all about can the Titans go 8-4 and four in their AFC games? Because they went seven and five last year. Every team in the AFC who won their division was at least eight and four in the conference. So that's the benchmark to get a home playoff game. Eight and four in the AFC. You got to sweep the Jags. There's two. Split the Colts, split the Texans. There's four. Must wins, Bengals and Browns. That's six. Then you've got four games that I think you have to split and go two and two with AFC opponents. You have to win two of these Broncos, Steelers. Bills, Ravens. So if you do that, if you sweep Jags, split Texans, split Colts, beat the Bengals and Browns, and split those four, you get to eight and four in the AFC, and you're probably going to win the AFC the division because you're four and two, and you're in in the South, eight and four in the in the conference. You're on to the playoffs, and I have the Titans at ten and six. I think they lose to the Vikings, lose to the Steelers, lose to the Texans. And then uh, I also have them losing to the Packers as well as the Colts and the Ravens. And that is how they get to 10 and six. Yeah. So uh, you went through that. and I, I do understand what you were saying. <clears throat> I, I did my process a little bit differently. I, as you know, uh, learned a long, long time ago. Jad Gruden taught me one thing. All right, man. I love this guy. Love that guy. The one thing he taught me, you look in quarters. You'll go four, 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 and four. That's right. what he always used to do, and he won a Super Bowl doing it. I kind of did that, but I did it my own certain way. So I'm just going to go through it very quickly and see where, where I got. I think that they're going to beat the Broncos and the Jags right off the bat. I think those are both winnable games. The next four, I think, are scary, but I think they can win two out of those four. So by the bye week, I think the Titans can be four and two. I that have would them three and three. That would be massive if they're four and two. I think sure. they beat the Bengals and the Bears. So now they're six and two. They're playing with house money. Right. Colts, Raven, Colts, you're going to lose two out of those three. Right. So that's that's not good. But yeah. You still win one of those. You're a seven win team with five games left to go. That's, and you got Browns, Jags, Lions, Packers, Texans. So if you're telling me that you're a seven-win team, I think you'll beat the Browns, Jags, and Lions. I think that you'll win two out of those three games. So now you're a nine-win team. That uh -oh. comes down to Packers and Texans. I think you'll win one out of those two. Probably the Texans, probably not the, the Packers. That could flip. Who knows? But I think that's how you're a 10-16. That's how I came up with it. I went right down the list. I gave them... I gave them games that I'm not sure of. I don't know if they're going to beat the Colts at the Colts or at the uh, the Titans. That's sometimes weird. Like last year's flip-flopped, right? Colts right. beat in Nashville and the te uh, Titans beat in Indy. Same thing with the Texans last year. Right. The away so team won. Could be weird, but this to me, last year, the year before, the year before, the year before, all felt like 8-8 eight and eight to 9-7 and seven teams. This year, it feels like nine and seven to ten and sixteen. 
That that's just how I feel. Uh, the division has gotten better. That's been put on record. I think the Texans have regressed a little bit. The Colts have gotten better, and the Titans have gotten better, and the Jags have kind of stayed. The Jags the same. are the same thing. Yeah, right. But I, I do think that that's a, that's a big deal. This feels like a ten and six team, and I don't know if I've been able to say that. The emergence of AJ Brown and Derrick Henry and Ryan Tannehill and that defense. Still have some questions, right? How's the pass rush going to be? How are you going to replace Jarrell Casey? The corners, are they going to show up? And the coaching staff. Mike Vrabel has done a very, very good job, but he's got a lot more on his plate this year because Dean Pease is not heading up the defense. Yeah, uh, LGRW on YouTube says the Titans will slaughter the Ravens easily. Uh, Some descriptive words there on that comment. And they got, look, it's they got the mini buy before the Ravens, and I brought that up. And that's if you want to get the Ravens, you want to either get them after your bye week or after your Thursday night game where you've got some extra time. And BMO brings us up on Instagram Live. If Jadavian Clowney is added, do your predictions change? Or are you kind of working that into your predictions? So I'll, that's a great question. I have a Thank great you, answer. BMO. I have a great answer. You know, I said this feels more like a nine and seven, 10 and six team. If they get clowny, it feels more like a 10 and 6, 11 and 5 team. So clowny's worth one game to you. I think clowny is worth one game to me. And it's probably the Texans game. <laughs> you know, it's it's trying to chase down uh, uh Deshaun Watson. Well, cuz what what do pastors we 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 talk about this all the time on the show. If you've been listening to it, you've heard this many a night. And that is there's four very very important players on a football roster. It's the quarterback, it is the left tackle, it is a cornerback, and it is a pass rusher. That pass rusher, the reason why it's so important is because it is a drive-killing position. A outside pass rush sacking the quarterback can kill a drive. You kill a drive, you gain points, you extend leads, or get back into the game, whatever you want to say. Yeah, That's why Clowney, to me, is worth one game because he's a seasoned veteran, he's asking for a lot of money, but I think he has something to prove, too, on this contract. If the Titans give it to him, I think he'll be happy. I think Mike Vrabel, all of the things we've talked about, that's one game to me. I want to bring up a comment that I think is a really smart comment and is different. It's new. Uh, when we, when you look at the Titans and kind of how you're predicting things. But first, let me tell you about Mandu. Got a workout in last night. Mandu is the safest fitness program you could possibly do during these social distancing times. And Mandu is open in Brentwood and in Cool Springs. Your first workout is absolutely free. It's a 15-minute workout. You might laugh at that, but if you go do your first free workout – and you're not laughing two days later when you can feel the soreness all over your body for how hard you worked in those 15 minutes. So first free workout, mandu.com, M-A-N-D-U-U.com, full body electronic muscle stimulation. So if you have an injury, it's a great way to rehab your injury. If you feel like you've gained a lot of weight, a lot of fat over this quarantine time, it's a great way for you to jumpstart your fitness back to where you what you were doing. Mandu.com is where to go, mandu.com. I don't know where this comment went, and I'm looking for it because well, I'm, I'm I'm ready to dish out the love of the show. Hold hold on to that because I want to bring up Chad's comment because Chad on YouTube says this: there aren't any definitive losses on the schedule for the first time in a long time. The Titans have the potential to win every game. You know that's a good comment. It is because we're gonna have a show 
probably next week at some point, about the quarterbacks the Titans are going to face this upcoming season. And with the quarterback play that Ryan Tannehill had last year, and, and we're not expecting him to duplicate that, but to at least become close to that level of production over a full 16 games, the Titans are going to have a lot of firepower on their sideline, on both sides of the ball and in special teams. So I think Chad's got a really good point. There's not a game where you just automatically say loss. Like going through the schedule where I went win-loss every, every, every game, I actually had to work through it all to figure out to work to keep myself from being 12 and four. Yeah. And you got to kind of, you got to bring yourself back down to earth. I think we all do that, right? I think Titans fans, they just kind of keep going, right? They go and give them the, the, the 13th win, which is, but you got to kind of you referee yourself and say, look, don't feel like that. They're going to lose a game like last year, right? They lost. They lost to the Jags when they should have never lost to right, the Jags. Right, but that on was Thursday that night. was pre that was uh, pre you know, pre Tanny time. And well, they lost to the Panthers. They should have never lost to the Panthers. Right, but th- that was a part of their process of figuring out who they are. And and well, that, yeah, that's because Arthur Smith just right, didn't realize there's the, like run it, it changed Cameron. after the Panthers. Like they they needed that Panthers loss to figure out how to win the next however many games. Um, and uh, real quick, uh, Anthony says. Am I too negative uh, saying that the Titans are not going to beat Green Bay at Green Bay after Christmas? Look, I think the Titans have a chance to win that game. Hell. If they were icy whites, yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah, right. The Titans were about to go on a drive to take the lead against the New Orleans Saints, who have one of the best rosters in the NFL. Now, that game was at home, but they also did not have Derrick Henry. And they were – Khalif Raymond caught that football – it was an illegal hit. It did not get get flagged. He fumbled. It should have been a 15-yard penalty that puts the Titans into Saints territory late in the game to go take the lead. Like, it's as simple as that. It's a missed call that happens in the game where the Titans could have upset the Saints without Henry. So, yeah, they can absolutely beat the Packers uh, in Green Bay. Yeah, and, and, and so, you know what? I was going to give the comment. I found the comment that I was going to give the love of the show, but uh, I'm – I don't know how you do this on YouTube. I don't, I don't know. That Chad, that, that's Chad gets the love of the show. Way to go, Chad. I was going to give it to my favorite saying of all time, and he kind of, uh, he kind of messed it up. But I Ethan, Ethan was going to get my love of the show. But I messed he, it he up? Messed the, no, no, oh, Ethan, oh, not oh, Austin. Ethan. Oh, my bad. He messed up the first part of it. My favorite quote of any quote when it comes to football is you kill the head, the body will die. Or cut off the head, the body will die. And Both that are is true. right. Both are true, right? And that's that's a Greg Williams saying. That was going to be it. But, Chad, I think you brought some really – that's really good thing. I feel that same way. I think we all feel that same way. There's not a definitive uh, – like, like last year's Chiefs game, like before the season – you're like, uh, they ain't gonna win that. They're like L, you know, MVP L, like yeah. exactly. There's there's no automatic L's. Like we talked about that Colts Ravens Colts stretch, and you basically said if you can win one of those three, then you get out of that alive. You know, like you're probably gonna lose two of those three, but you don't know which two or one might happen. So I, I Chad's right. There's not an automatic just L on this schedule. And that's a credit to what John Robinson and Mike and Mike Vrabel have built over the last couple of years. Okay, Zach, uh, let's do this. It's, it's about that time. It's the end of the week. We made it through another week. 
the state is kind of reopening fully, like in all counties on Monday. So we got good news, right? And I'm going to change the way I do good news moving forward. Uh, And we'll discuss that. So what is your good news as we end this week? Give us your good news. But first, let me tell you about RentersWarehouse.com. RentersWarehouse.com, that's good news because they are the professional landlords in the Nashville area. And there are several ways you can use Renters Warehouse to your benefit in times where you might have lost some income. If you are moving out of your house, don't sell the house. Rent it out. Use that to continue to build equity for long-term wealth and create an extra cash flow for you and your family. And Renters Warehouse does all the work. If you own Airbnbs and you're counting on tourism and travel to get income, don't worry about that. Have Renters Warehouse rent it out for three or four months. There's no binding contract. So you're not going to get stuck renting out your Airbnb for like a year. You're going to be okay. RentersWarehouse.com is here for some relief. All right. Sal says the Bengals game scares him. That You never know coming off the bye week. We don't know what Joe Burrow is going to be. We, we've just kind of, like we should, just kind of gone way over the Bengals not thinking about them. And the Bears. Before I give my good news and you can give your good news, uh, for as far as the schedule, I do have a good news for tight scenes. We talked about, ah. as, as Chad brought up, there are not, no definitive losses. The best part is that the Titans this year, coming off of their best year in 17 years, they don't have to play any of the NFC West teams because I believe the NFC West is the best division in football. I think if you play the Rams, the the 49ers, the Seahawks, the Cardinals are getting better because of Kyler Murray. We can't deny that. Those definitive losses would have been on the schedule, right? So that's a good news. That like That's a very odd, weird, random. Not playing any NFC West team is massive because I think they are the best division of football. Here's a little bit of bad news that just an all shucks. Let's circle back. Rewind back to week 17. The Raiders. Which one? Had, a couple of years ago when Mariota didn't no, play? No, 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 no. This past week 17, the Raiders had an opportunity to go for two to beat the Broncos in week 17. If the Raiders beat the Denver Broncos in week 17, the Raiders finished second in the AFC West. And then instead of the Titans playing in Denver again, the Titans will be playing in Las Vegas. But the Raiders did not get that two-point conversion. The Raiders lose, and now the Titans travel to Denver on a late-as-hell kickoff week one Monday Night Football. So there's just that little nugget that we can't forget. And uh, credit to Eric Bacharach of the Tennessean for for dropping that in the timeline last night. Yeah. Uh, so here's some good news from Robert, which I love. SEC universities opening up this fall. As of now, there yep. will be football. As like of that? now, dot, 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 dot. But that is good news. You can't deny that. Yes. Uh, Greg says, good news. Companies are starting to hire people again. Great for those who are laid off. Absolutely. Um, hopefully, a lot of people in the hospitality and the retail world can actually get back to more of a normal life. Now, a little bit different. You can say good news this week is that Zach and I got haircuts, and that's good news for everybody. So you guys don't have to look at our caveman selves um, here on the show every day. Uh, but I'm changing the way I do good news, Zach. I am now moving forward, going to do all of my good news about something in the actual news that has nothing to do with myself. I'm going to try to help spread good, great stories around the world. I and I'm going to start it locally with my good news. And we 
we are friends with Joe Rexrow from The Athletic, and I thought Joe wrote an absolutely amazing piece on The Athletic about former Tennessee Vol defensive lineman Daniel Hood. Go read this, because The Athletic is doing a series of giving teams and college football teams do-overs. That's what they're doing during this time for some extra content. Rexro took it a different way, and I loved it. He said, here's one do-over that, or one guy who would not want a Derek Dooley do-over at Tennessee, and that is Daniel Hood. Daniel Hood played for the Vols under Derek Dooley, Kiffin, and Fulmer. And he went through a lot of personal struggles. He was involved in a really ugly uh, rape case when he was 13 years old and he was in the room when it happened, didn't do anything about it. But he also walked in on his mother and her boyfriend after he did a murder-suicide on his mother and found them both dead. And Joe Rextro talked to Daniel Hood, and Daniel Hood opened up about how great Derek Dooley was to help him get through that time because that happened in August of 2012 months before Derek Dooley got canned and even though Derek Dooley was going through a season of hell on the football season he was talking with Daniel Hood every week man to man to help him get through his time so that's good news that Joe Rexrode is telling the story about Derek Dooley was a bad football coach we get that but Derek Dooley did a really good thing for a player in a time of need, and that needs to be shared. So props to Joe Rexrode for sharing that story. Wow. I mean, I I felt something when you were talking. Yeah, and it, it's a it's a long piece, but it's really good. Go read it. And if you're a Vol football guy, Daniel Hood, he's a good player. He breaks down the differences of uh, of uh, Kiffin, uh, Dooley, and Bush. So share, so share look, we usually uh, share that on our social media today. Do Put, let's put that out there. That is will, that is that is that. good news. It doesn't matter if they're from another outlet. If it's good work, it needs to be showcased. And based on what you just said, it definitely needs to be showcased. There you go. That's my good news. So that's that's excellent news. I'm excited about this because now you like, like my new I'm, I'm like, information guy. I love yeah. like random news that I never heard of. Didn't know any of the story. I look forward to these good news moving forward. We've got some really good news coming in on the comment sections too. Ethan Ramsey, and we've kind of tracked it because he's he's told us stuff. He watches the show consistently. Good news that his family gets to visit his baby for the first time next week. Now, a lot of things have changed. Now, that's massive good news, right? A lot of things have changed because of the coronavirus. You haven't seen your family a lot. This is maybe an opportunity as things start to, to settle in. Anthony brings up other good news. He says the coronavirus will not stop his baby from having her cleft lip surgery. That's awesome news. So props to Anthony. This is really good news uh, coming in. All right, so my good news, I was going to go a different direction, you know, Austin, but you kind of reeled me in to go the direction that should be go. All right? And that is today is May 8th. On Sunday, it is May 10th. May 10th is Mother's Day. And for the first time in my life, my mother died about a month ago. All right? If you have a mother, buy her flowers. Buy her chocolates, send her a card, write her a letter, do something that you have never done in your life before for your mother. If you don't have a mother or she's not alive, everybody has a mother, but if she's not alive, think about her. Do something that she would be proud of you. Do something that would make her smile. Because this is the first time this weekend that I'm going to go through Mother's Day without having a mother 
life in my life. And you know what? It's a blessing because she was sick for a very long time. She died of dementia uh, last month. But these are the people that love you. These are the people that create you. And even if you don't have a good relationship with your mother, that may be the case. At least do something nice for the people around you. That is very important. And I've learned that a lot. Both of my parents died in the last six months. Do that for your mom because moms are awesome. Moms are incredible. And uh, that's the good news I have this week. Props to that. Good news all around. Hope you guys have a great weekend. Instagram Live, you're going away in five seconds. But thanks for watching this show. Uh, just tweeted out that Rex Road story. Uh, so, guys, have a safe weekend. Zach's right. Listen to what Zach just said. Uh, make sure you do something that your mom deserves this week, and all moms deserve uh, something great on Mother's Day. Hey, a momentspeace.com. Just saying. We were there earlier this week, momentspeace.com for a gift card uh, to get her a massage uh, as their services has, have also opened back up uh, this week as well. So hope you guys have a fantastic weekend, and we will see you Monday morning. Buck Rising will be back Sunday night with A to Z Sports Primetime. Be safe. Talk to you later. Adios.